Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Inright. On today's show I'm going to discuss your training plan and this is something that's very very um, important because so many people are going to the gym, so many people are working really hard every single day and I as a coach see more and more and more people coming to me asking me listen I've been going to the gym three to four times a week I've been nailing this for a certain period of time but I'm getting nowhere so the question I will ask you then straight away obviously we will look at the bigger picture and we look at all elements of your your training including nutrition and your output and your steps and your stress and all that kind of um, uh, biofeedback stuff um, as well as uh, we say resting heart rates and all that and seeing where blood pressure is but the biggest factor as well that will be asked to is, is what training program are you on? And is that training program matching the goal that you want to achieve? This is really, really important. So when we look at programming, everybody looks at a program as, okay, how many sets do I have to do and how many reps do I have to do for each exercise? That's the base level. That The, the reps and sets are just there to give you a guide in terms of making it a little bit simpler for yourself. You know how many sets you have to do for a certain muscle group. You know how much reps you have to do within that set and you go and perform it. Now, that's one element. Now, the next element of a, of a training program will be the tempo you lift at, the accuracy you do, the, the, the skill level within the exercise, uh, understanding how to set up properly for each individual exercise on a program. So th- th- there are so many things involved in programming and there's so much um, intricacies and little individual areas that you really need to focus on but the question today is is your training program right for you now i want you to take a step back the first thing i want you to think about is we're going to take a step back and look from the outside in and we're going to say to ourselves okay what are we training for what is the ultimate goal of this training phase so you've just got a program put together and you have a clear goal within a phase and this is very important guys When you're training for even general fitness, just wanting to look better, feel better, or maybe it's body composition you want to change, or you want to grow a certain body part, or you want to get into the best shape you've ever been in your entire life. The training program has to be specific to what you want to achieve. So how you're going to do that is start to look at first, get a clear definition of what you want from a phase. And this is really important because we can train, we can have a training plan linear that you stay on it all the the time and expect that you're going to progress it and progress it and progress it over months and months and months and months and months it doesn't happen that way so what we need to look at is phased approach so the first thing i want you to think about are are you currently in your training program is it a phased approach do you have phase one phase two and phase three for instance if you don't that's the first red flag so what's the next progression on? That's what we have to look at. So if we if we break our programming down into phases, and that could be anywhere from eight weeks, and I like to kind of have a minimum baseline of eight weeks, up to 12 to 16 weeks on a certain program. And that could be phase one. Now, I would normally say to somebody in phases, we normally would work in about eight week blocks. That would be the perfect scenario because when you when you get your program for the first time and you go and execute your first week, you can't really count that because you're only setting baselines, you're only setting kind of numbers, getting a feel for the, the programming, you're a little bit sore because it's new. So realistically, you're on that phase for about seven weeks and that's the perfect scenario then for you running a phase of a program. Now, when I say a phase, I might be talking about a volume phase. So you have to look at it. Are your programs phased? And is there a periodization of volume over a period of time? That means you're starting off with minimal effective volume. So the minimum amount of sets and reps you need to um, do per week for a muscle group to elicit some response, some growth, some change. 
And then from there, you build that volume up as your tolerance builds within the exercise. This is really important. So this is where the phases come in. So we might start off with a phased approach at the start of about minimal effective volume for about four weeks, for instance. And then we might just slightly increase volume after the fourth week going into the fifth. Then we run that for fifth, sixth, seventh, possibly eight. So we run another four week and then we've got an eight week block done where we might deload completely. You might take a week off training. You might just cut your sets and reps down totally. So you're not going to failure. And then the next phase, you will look at exercise selection within the previous phase and you say to yourself, okay, have I progressed all these exercises here? And is there room for more progression? If you feel, yeah, I can definitely progress them a little bit more. I feel there's more in the tank on that exercise. But maybe you look at your squat pattern or your hip hinge pattern. Could be an RDL, could be a barbell back squat. Maybe you're not progressing it in the way that you 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 should be progressing it. So then you might swap that out for the next phase and say, right, no, you know, this this phase I'm not going to run a barbell back squat. I'm going to run something that I can really really get as much knee flexion as possible because I really want to work on my quads. So I'm going to go for something like a pendulum, a hack squat, something like that will be perfect swap out of a barbell back squat to progress and really target the quads. Um, and then likewise with a hip hinge, you might be running an RDL in your program, a barbell RDL, and you've, you've really progressed it as heavy as you possibly can within the rep ranges that you've chosen. And then in the next phase, we might say, let's start, maybe we might do a deadlift from the floor or from blocks, um, which is a slight different variation, but still we're, we're keeping that hip hinge variation in. And again, guys, this is important. And I know this is probably a little bit technical and above people's heads, but if you look at your programming and there is no phased approach and there is no thought process behind it, there is no periodization of volume, then you are not going to get the maximum returns that you're investing into your training each week. This is really important. You have to look at the biggest red flag within your programming at the moment. Is it execution? Is it understanding of exercise selection? Is it set up that you're not fully um, clued into or you're not fully adapted to yet? You don't fully understand how to truly set up an exercise. Or if it is an execution thing like a barbell RDL, and I have many clients that send me videos week on week and I will analyze and I will give them some feedback and that is, is is of so much importance to that person because they can take that feedback and say, right, I can apply what the coach said to me right there, apply it, and then straight away I see a different response from that exercise. I suddenly start to progress that exercise a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. So it's really important when we look at your program or you look at your current program and say to yourself, okay, what elements in my program am I lacking understanding in? It could be volume. How do I, how do I periodize my volume and like i said to you at the start a simple way to periodize your volume is basically you might start off with two sets per per muscle group uh, in your workout so your first day's workout will just be two sets for everything um you might work between eight and 12 reps for instance keep it nice and simple and you'll progress that along and then when you find you're progressing that quite well you might add a third set in that's a simple progression model and that's something that you can do over a number of weeks you might run two sets for four weeks you might run three sets for four weeks and then that's an eight week block you take a deload that will be simply dropping all your sets back down to say a single set for every exercise smaller muscle groups you possibly keep in two sets like biceps triceps all that kind of stuff and then you you go into your next phase and you start to look at your exercise selection you see okay what have i progressed in this one what is going really well at the moment and i'm really liking it maybe it's a hamstring curl maybe it's a leg extension maybe it's a, a barbell bench press or a dumbbell bench press or it could be maybe a machine press that you're really feeling it now and you really feel that you're really getting into your groove with it you'll maybe run that in the next phase again but you might change your volume set point now you still run um 
still run your two sets to start off the phase but you might run a slightly different setup in terms of rep ranges so you might go from an 8 to 12 rep range in your first phase keeping it nice and simple you might change for the bigger exercise to maybe something like a 6 to 10 and then a 10 to 15 the difference there is you're pushing more intensity because you've less reps to, 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 to do within a set and then your second set you've got more reps to do but you're going to drop the weight a slight bit and then you're going to progress that as much as you possibly can the, the reduction in weight from your from your first set to your second set, I always say to people, stay within 10 to 20% at maximum. Stay within that realm. Um, and just to give you an idea, if you're lifting 100 kilos in your first set, 6 to 10, and you, you nail that and you get your 8 reps or 9 reps, you've you, 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 you've uh, basically done what you, you've set out to do in the set. You've stayed within that 6 to 10 rep range. You failed at that point. And then you want to drop back maybe 10% because you said, right, I got eight. If I drop back 10% here, that brings me to 90 kilos. So I'm going to probably get 10 to 11 here, which keeps me in that next rep range of 10 to 15. So that could be a perfect drop back. Now, if you feel that you you you, you take 90 kilos and you only get nine reps, okay, a little bit heavy, I might have to take a 15% drop in weight from first set to second set. And then I can suddenly get about 10 reps between the 10 and 15. So that's giving you an idea guys of how you could look at a minimal effective volume by two sets per per muscle group per, per exercise and then progressing it after four weeks to three sets and then taking the deload and then coming back going back to your two sets change out what exercises aren't working for you or something you feel you can't progress now and maybe you might like a change as well but you're going to take out like for like so if you're taking out something like a barbell back squat like i said a hack squat, pendulum squat would be a very, very good alternative. They're going to be externally stabilized, which what I mean by that is it's an external stabilization. You've got the pad to stabilize against on both machines, where with the barbell back squat, your only stabilizing factor is yourself. You have internal stabilization. It, 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 you're loading your spine a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> and for a lot of people, when you get up to a certain weight you'll require a spotter and maybe that's something you haven't got the luxury of in the gym so possibly running your barbell up to a certain point and then maybe popping over to machine for another eight weeks and then you can come back to your barbell again you might change it maybe to a front squat instead of a back squat so the key thing that to think about here is that when you start to change your programming, you start to change like for like exercises. So you might change you maybe like your tricep extension to an overhead tricep extension to um, something in the um, in, in the in the mid range, something in front of you. Imagine a tricep extension in front of your body, something behind your body. So it's going into that shortened position. So you can change your exercises there. And like I said, that's how you're going to progress your programming. But how do you know your current program is right for you? basically by getting results are you getting results from it now one thing i will say when it comes to results from your programming guys if it's body composition the biggest player and factor is going to be training and nutrition nutrition is going to play a pivotal part in changing your body composition and getting leaner now when it comes to building muscle and improving muscle tone the programming is going to be the of utmost importance as well it's going to be a 50 50 split there between that and nutrition because you need to fuel your performance and fuel recovery so you can recover and come to the gym again and put in the same kind of effort so when it comes to are you getting results look at the program you're currently doing and is there changes to your body within it and then ask yourself the questions is there a am i the limiting factor is, do i lack understanding of how to take that muscle to failure do i lack an understanding how to set myself up within that exercise and maybe my execution when i get into the exercise i'm not sure is that right or wrong if you're asking yourself all these questions reach out for a coach 
get somebody that's professional that can look at you analyze you listen to what your goals are and then can look at your programming you're currently on and say right okay this is what i would suggest you do because the way it's set up for you at the moment is not biasing a certain muscle group so plenty of females come to me and they want better legs and better glutes simple thing you're going to bias legs and glutes in your programming if you've got a program currently that gives you two days upper body and two days lower body okay not the worst split to be honest but you're trying to bias that lower body development so we might say to ourselves right we'll probably do three lower body days and one all-out upper body day and that will be probably a better split for that person because it's going to bias a lot more of the lower body than the upper body. It's not going to be a 50-50 between the both. It's going to be more like a 70-30. And then you can flick that around. You Maybe you've done that phase and you're happy enough with the lower body. You now you've developed a bit of tissue and you're saying, right, I'm going to do a 50-50 this time. I'm going to drop my volume back to two sessions per week on lower body. And now I want to develop a little bit my upper body. So I might do two sessions directed towards my upper body. So that's what you can look at as well when you look at your programming. Is it biasing the muscle groups that you're wanting to grow or gain more muscle tone on or get stronger? Now, the one thing I would say, the very simple guide here is to develop any muscle group, you need to be doing between 10 to about 20 sets per week. 10 at a minimum to 20 sets. So think about that. And we've discussed this in, in, in podcasts before. How do we know how many sets we're doing for muscle group? If you want to develop your hamstrings, you're going to challenge the hamstrings between 10 and 20 sets per week. Now, you might do four sets or five sets or six sets for hamstrings in day one, and you might do another six sets for hamstrings on the second day you hit them. So that's 12 sets for hamstrings. So, and that could be simply you doing a lying hamstring curl, a seated hamstring curl, an RDL, and something like a 45 degree hip extension. That's four exercises for hamstrings, targeting them. So you can split your volume within them. Maybe you'll do... Um, four sets on the line, four sets in the seated, four sets in the RDLs, four sets in the hip extensions. And then you 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 gain 16 sets a week for hamstrings. And that's direct hamstring work. Now you've indirect hamstring work as well, where you'll be doing some posterior chain work. And that could be a deadlift from the floor, which is going to bring in a massive amount of hamstrings, but also glutes, also upper back. So that's a secondary stimulus for the hamstrings as well. So you have to take that into account as well when you do it. Now, this is probably going down the road of a little bit more complication around programming. And it's and maybe from the audience listening, maybe this is something that's going to go over your head a little bit. But this is just what a coach is thinking about when they're programming. When I'm programming for a client, this is what I'm thinking. What does a client truly want? So I'll write down the number one goal of what a client wants to, to achieve. And then from there, I'll write down my volume accumulated within the muscle groups they want to build first. So if they say to me glutes and hamstrings, I'm going to write down glutes and how many sets I'm going to give the glutes per week. Hamstrings, how many sets I'm going to give the hamstrings per week. Quads, um, mid-back, uh, or sorry, upper back, lats, and then... Uh, upper chest for female delts biceps triceps calves and i'm going to just put my volume accordingly for all the muscle groups and again i'm never forgetting what the client is actually trying to achieve and i'm biasing a lot of the volume giving more volume to the muscle groups that i want to develop because i can stimulate muscle growth a couple of times in the week for that muscle group so you want to be kind of stimulating a muscle at least at least at a base minimum once a week Two to three times is preferable if you can, if you really want to elicit some growth. Now, again, this is very subjective, guys, because you can only train and, and, and really maximize a muscle tissue as much as you can recover from that session. So this, when you train hard, your 
mindset should be straight away driven towards okay recovery how can i recover maximally from this session so i can come back i can repeat this session or another similar session that's going to be hitting similar muscle groups it's not the same in a couple of days and that's important and you have to take into account then that's where the nutrition plays its pivotal part sleep stress managing all them and really thinking about them a lot of people their program sometimes is pretty good and pretty okay and pretty sound in terms of it's it's based on 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 a, on a, on a, we'll say a more scientific uh, approach. It's got its volume. It's periodized. It's got its phases. Okay, perfect. But maybe just the person is cannot um recover from the volume that's set out, and that's important because that's where a coach comes in when you're tracking and you're you're looking at variables like that. If I see in my tracking sheets for my clients that their suddenly ability to focus in sessions and desire to train is down and they have a lot of muscle soreness after sessions and I'm seeing this over weeks and weeks and weeks, I'm going to make a change straight away because I'm going to see that as a red flag and I'm going to say, okay, there's an issue here. The volume is too high. Maybe nutrition is not optimal or maybe there's just too much stress at the moment. They're not recovering properly. They're not sleeping properly. And that's really, really important, guys, because remember, the body doesn't respond well to stress, high stress. Yes, when we go into the gym, we need to have a rise in cortisol because we need to go in there and smash it. Like I always say, train like a warrior, recover like a monk. That's the mode you need when you go training. But you need to recover very, very well as well and bring that stress response down. If you're coming out of the gym in high stress and then you're going straight into a world of just your general life, that's just high stress. You're all the time on it, on it, on it. You can't switch off and you're just building stress on top of stress. Then the body's going to fight, of course, change because it's only going to respond to the stimulus that's put on it. And if it's a stress response stimulus continuously in your life, it's fight or flight. So the body is going to downregulate processes it doesn't really need and building muscle and digesting food and eating fat loss or whatever it is you're doing is not going to be priority number one to the body. So that's really important. So as much as the training program might might be perfect, it could be the factors outside your training program that could be the main issue. So you have to ask yourself bigger questions all the time. And this is really important. So what I would say from today's podcast, guys, is look at your training program. Is it periodized? Is it phased? Do you, are you good on exercise selection? Do you understand why, why exercises are put together? Do you understand execution and setup of every exercise? And do you understand that every exercise you have to initiate by the muscle you're trying to train? That's what's, what's, what's moved first is trained. So you initiate the movement like a bicep curl with the bicep, a leg extension with the quad, not with your hips coming out of the machine. So that's what I mean by that. So that's important. Then if it's an execution thing that kind of jumps out to you, you know what, my execution on certain exercises I don't really understand, reach out and get help. If your program is not periodized or if your coach doesn't give you the time to actually um, phase your program or have no periodization through it or just the, the rep ranges just look, you, you don't understand them, then reach out and ask the questions because what you're going to do there is you're going to get an answer and hopefully it's an educated answer that you can learn from and you can say okay I fully understand now where my programming is going I fully understand that I want to grow my glutes and there's a lot of glute focus in this if I count my sets for my glutes like I'm listening to the podcast I'm within that 10 to 20 sets per week for glutes so I'm going to see some growth at least I'm hitting enough volume there and then you can ask yourself the question about recovery how are you recovering from your training sessions are you coming back and able to progress your training sessions week week in week out I'm not saying every single day you can progress you go in training but in general you're moving forward with your programming you're getting stronger you're pushing a little bit more weight you're able to take that muscle a little bit further to failure you're able to uh, progress your volume and even beat your volume that's progressing your your programming and that and, and again 
that will show in the results you're going to get. You, 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 you look the way you train. That's the one thing I say to a lot of people. You look the way you train. If you train going into the gym, chatting, talking on the phone, there's no intensity or something, you're going to not get the results you want. You have to understand to make change, you're the one that's in control. You have to change. So if you maybe think, you know, my programming looks good, everything, my recovery looks good, but you know what? I fluff around a bit in the gym and I talk too much and I kind of lose my routine a little bit. Remember, your, your, your sets and reps have, have desired rest periods. So going outside of them is just maybe your, 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 your body temperature is dropping, your energy is dropping. So don't waste a lot of energy in the gym. Yeah, have a bit of crack and have a have talk with your friends and stuff like that, but be on it all the time. Have your timer set, be strict with it and really go after your session. And then you, with the beauty about it is you're going to be even happier because you're going to have even more fun in the gym because you're getting results. And that's the key thing. We're training. If you're getting up every single morning or tr- coming to the gym every single evening and putting in that effort and putting in that time, make sure you are getting results. Friends. That's the most important thing. If you're not getting a result and you don't understand it, please reach out. You know where I am here for you for coaching just reach out on the social media platforms as i say you'll see it in the bio you can book a consultation call we can talk through your programming where you currently are and we can set a plan that's actually going to get you results and it's going to really really lift you higher so that's really important so hopefully guys this kind of podcast touched a little uh, base with you hopefully you can take something from it look at your own programming and see if you can make changes that will make a difference to you very very important so again thanks a million guys for listening to another episode of reach your peak podcast again please like uh, share and subscribe to the podcast share it on your social media platforms if you could just screenshot the podcast and share it uh, so we can we can reach that wider audience and again if you have any questions please reach out on social media you get me at coach.bobbyinwright or at peakperformance.academy on instagram as well and again if you have any questions i would be more than happy to answer them for you and if you're looking for help please reach out again guys have a fantastic week and thanks a million for listening to another episode of reach your peak podcast with your host bobby and